There is indeed a world unseen, a world that exists all around us all the time. And every now and again, for whatever the reason, we catch a glimpse of it and the dead get in. Good evening, everybody. It's Dr. G. Thank you for tuning in to Spirit Tales and Magic. Cassandra and I are back from our jaunt up and down the coast. And I don't know if you guys heard that or not, but something that's not supposed to be outside is outside, which is the kind of weekend we've had. It's about 925 in the Pacific Northwest. It's uh, dark and cold. And as we progress into the darkness that becomes fall and winter, the things that go bump in the night go bump a little, well, with more frequency, let's say. So we go to Port Ludlow. It's a nice little place. A couple of ferry rides to get there to shorten the, the trip. And we go to a place called the resort, which is the rooms are nice. They're not air conditioned, but there's a gas fireplace in there and a patio on the third floor that you can actually leave your door open if you get too hot. So the motel itself is nice. The bed is comfortable. And we're out. We decide to stay there and try dinner. So we're making the usual chit-chat, and, and we're out on the porch of the restaurant, which is very comfortable. <clears throat> and I keep thinking that I see someone walking to the left. Cassandra, did you see that? No? Okay. She's looking the other way now. One table down from us is empty. The second and third table are occupied by some very obnoxious, slightly inebriated, way too loud people. I'm talking like the feeling that you get, let's see, like if you've ever been hungry or horny or had an itch that you just couldn't scratch. Or here's one for you. How about the fingers on the chalkboard? So there are four four ladies at one table and a lady and a man at one table closer to us. In an unofficial contest to see who could be more loud and more obnoxious. So Cassandra and I are discussing leaving, but it's dark and rainy outside. We're miles from anything. It's like, no, we're just going to stay here. We'll tough it out. Well, we know we could get this to go and go back to our room, but I don't want to do that. This porch also overlooks the sound, and there's a little place for folks to park boats, probably, I don't know, 50, 60 sailing boats and yachts and things like that there. So, and you can look beyond that and look, you know, miles down the sound. So nice view, trying to ignore these people. And I keep thinking, I see these shadows. <clears throat> and then we hear what we think is a knock, 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 knock. And I know Cassandra heard that one, which by the way, we heard today in our house. It caused the people at the final table to look around. So I know they heard it. 
Then I think I see the shadow again going down the, the porch, and it seems to stop around their table. Approximately five minutes later, they said their goodbyes. They were gone. Now we only have one. And she's either a paralegal or a lawyer, and she is talking extremely loud and unrestrained about cases and the behavior of people in the court system. And Cassandra and I are trying to be quiet and talk. And, it's, you know, I, it's a violation of she can't do that. Yeah. I really wish whatever scared off the table next to them would scare them off as well. So we see a light. We think it's a flashlight and then it's gone. And the gentleman who's sitting at that table shuts up. Now, this is the first time he's been silent for more than five seconds in the last hour and a half. That causes the lady that's at the table with him to take a breath. And she gets quiet for a moment, too. And then she says something quietly to him that I didn't get to hear. And they get up rather quickly and they leave. Which makes Cassandra and I happy because now we think we're going to get some peace. <clears throat> Another table comes in to sit to our right. And, uh, you know, we live kind of a, a jaded life. We are a gated community of one. We can literally come into this place, close the iron gates, and you'll hear a lot of noises. And sometimes creepers, if you will, do come over the fence and set off the alarm. But we don't have to interact with any of them. You know, if I choose not to, which as I get older becomes harder and harder because gee whiz, my filter's gone. So we finish our dinner and I'm drawn to this spot down, down into the darkness. And I'm, I'm not going down there. I'm in unfamiliar territory and I'm just not going to do it. I can't see my way because the lights that light up the edges of the porch fade to darkness fairly quickly. There's water and you know who knows where you're going because it's literally just blackness. You, you can't see. So we'll come down for breakfast and we'll, you know, take this up in the morning. So we go up to the room, got a pretty decent night's sleep. Heard some noises like people walking down the hall. Yeah. The dinner wasn't, uh, if you stay there, the motel was fantastic. The staff is very, very friendly. Skip the restaurant. Just don't even do it. Go somewhere else. So we went down for breakfast. Out on the porch at the same table. And you can see now it's daylight. There's this huge totem pole down on the left where it seemed like the shadows were going. The breakfast was, well, it was terrible. So the waitress took it off the bill, and we tipped her and said we'd be on our merry way. We checked out and went down by the totem pole. So as it turns out, this is a 750-year-old totem pole. And the way it sits, it, it looks like it might have been an old artillery battery or something, because underneath of it is... You can walk under it. You wouldn't want to, but I mean, it's it's about three feet high, but it goes all the way through. You could literally walk under there. 
and step right into the water. Now, this is while the, the eclipse is happening. We had lost track of when the eclipse was going to happen. And according to all the sources, you couldn't see it where we were anyway. And there's a couple there with some like dark, extremely dark 3D type glasses. So do you, do you want to borrow these for a second and see the eclipse? So we put them on and actually got to see a part of the eclipse, which was really cool. And uh, that's a totem pole. I mean, the guy's like, oh, yeah, that's 750 years old and visited by spirits on a nightly basis. Really? How do you know that? Well, everybody that's here knows that. You guys aren't from here, are you? No, we're not. We're visiting. So we have that discussion, where you're visiting from and things like that. We get down by the totem pole and read a little plaque and tells you, you know, who put it there and some, you know, indigenous people of the area. And, you know, 750 years, this thing has withstood the water and all the, the weather that you encounter in 750 years. And it has some cracks in it, but it's still fairly solid and and still standing. Things around it have received incredible amounts of damage during storms and, and all kind of incumbent weather. And the pole is still there. Now, if you quiet yourself when you stand there, you will get this feeling of with me, it's a feeling of, of quiet. The same with Cassandra, because we don't, we're not there to hold any ill will toward the pole or any of its ancestors. We're very respectful of the space. And that, that passed to my oldest daughter as well. She's very respectful of space, of things like that. So the, with Cassandra and I, there's a, there's a calming feeling, but you can feel it. So we leave the area. We work our way home. <clears throat> Back to business as usual. We're in the office today and talking with some folks that came in to visit about that particular place. And one of the people that were in the office, you know, it's pretty haunted up there. So, yeah, I kind of got that feeling. Talked about that for a while. They leave, and we're in the office alone, and we have a gang of things that we are behind on. And we hear, I don't know if you heard me knock or not. It's a noise-canceling mic, but three knocks, three distinct knocks. Now, as you're sitting in our office, there's an area that you walk into. There's a counter. There's a big piece of glass on the counter to separate you from us. And you can walk around and come into our area, which I you know, wouldn't recommend uninvited. But the door that's there goes in to where we live. And it sounded like the knock came from in here. And there's nobody in here. So I have always been taught from the time I was young and even back in the days of Elizabeth Bailey that you never, ever say come in so what i always say is i don't know why you're knocking you're not allowed here and you're not welcome go to wherever it is that you were 
before you came here. In the last haunted house I grew up in, my grandparents were there. And if a knock or something happened, my grandmother would always say, come on in. And I think that definitely led to some of the spirits that were in that house. But that's our traveling story halfway through October. I believe tomorrow at some point we are going to post an experiment. So the magic can happen right in your hands. I did promise I would do that a couple of times before October is over. Do you have a haunted vacation story? Because we'd love to hear it. Or you can tell it yourself. Send it to me and I'll tell it for you. You can say your name and the name of the place that you were, or you can remain anonymous. And so can it. All you have to do when you send the mail is say, hey, doc. Don't read my name. And usually when that happens, I'll say, hi, I'm Dr. G. And we got a letter from, and I will make up a name for you. So that's, or you can say, make up no name at all. I don't, I don't want to be mentioned. I don't want a fake name. I don't want anything. So it's up to you. You're in the driver's seat on that, but we will share the story. And the other part of that is if you don't want the story to be out in the world, I'd still like to hear it. Your ghost story, your paranormal event, the place you visited that made the hair on the back of your neck stand up or made you sweat. They're out there. And if you think hard enough, you're going to know where that place was. We get an awful lot of mail about Gettysburg. And we're getting some things in about Point Pleasant, which is where my buddy the Mothman lives. And he's a podcast all by himself. But for now, until we see you in person, my friends, we'll see you inside your mind. And hey, tell a spooky story. It's good for you. Good night from Seattle. <laughs>